Hello there, and welcome to the Potent Puffin Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Thomas. Now this week has had quite a lot of stuff going on. So Wednesday, I started my new job at the newspaper. However, on Monday, the police department gave me a call asking if I was still interested in my old dispatching position. And initially I said, no, I've already taken another job. And I was like, I think it might be something that might benefit me uh, long term. And I talked to my wife about it. And, you know, went over a lot of other things going on in our life. And we're like, well, maybe the dispatch job might actually be better for us now and set us up better financially later. So I was like, whenever we move, you know, I can gain that experience or it's possible that that experience may not even be needed. And so I gave the police department a call back. I was like, hey, you know, if it's not too late, I would like to be considered for that position. And so they had me come in on Tuesday and I just talked with my old sergeant and and the lieutenant. And it was just, you know, basic stuff just going over, you know, what did I think could have been better when I worked there before, you know, what has changed since I left, um, some of the scheduling differences, um, as they were on eight-hour shifts, um, when I was working there, but now they're on 12-hour shifts, but they're not on the normal 12-hour shift rotation, they're instead doing four days on, two days off, which, I mean, I think that's fine, I'm okay with it, because a lot of time, a lot of the time when I was with the police department, even though we were on 12s, a lot of, at least two days a week, we're doing 12-hour shifts just to cover people being gone or not having enough personnel, so it's really not that big of a change, honestly. Um, so I talked to him, and then, you know, they also wanted reassurance that, you know, I wasn't gonna leave really quick. I was like, no, I mean, I'm gonna be here at least another year and a half-ish. I was like, because we're not looking to move until the spring of 22. And so, yeah, and they just wanted assurance that, like, I wasn't just going to be gone in, like, six months or something. And so then Wednesday, I started at the newspaper. Haven't really gotten too much into my actual position yet with them. And I've just been going over some of, you know, like, some of my side jobs that I'll have. Mainly just because uh, my boss has been off-island. And so the person training me is the person who um, my side duties are to cover her when she's out to lunch or takes a day off is to cover her role as well. So I've just kind of been learning that. And then on Thursday, the police department called me back and we were like, hey, the city's 
you know, willing to give you a, a conditional offer if you still want it. And I was like, you just give me to the weekend to think about it, talking over my wife, just to, you know, be sure that this is what we're wanting. So we took some time, talked it over with Brandy, went over pros and cons of, you know, both jobs. And then I ended up accepting the job at the police department. But that's not, I'm not tentatively set to start that until the 16th. And so with my boss newspaper being off island, I haven't actually quit there yet. Um, like the person I've been training under, I've let her know so she knows what's up. But I'm just having to wait until Monday to actually tell my actual boss and decide if, you know, it's just gonna be a you know, I've only been here three days. Just call it right now or, you know, work to the end of the week kind of thing. Because, you know, we're both kind of on that, you know, no need in wasting my time being somewhere that I'm not going to be. And no need in wasting their time training someone who's not going to be doing the job they're training them to do. But it may also be a thing where, well, you know, you can work at the week, you know, just so, you know, get a paycheck and, you know. Maybe you can, I could pick up a few things that could be beneficial later on. I don't know. It's just, you know, what we're going to talk about Monday. Be kind of interesting to see how that goes. But I'm excited to be back at the police department. Because um, that's a great group of people. Good people to work with. I enjoy all the other dispatchers that work there. There's some new ones that I don't know yet. But I think, you know, that's exciting to meet new people there, yeah, um, I found out one of my favorite officers who left the department before I did, he's actually coming back too, and so I'm really excited to, you know, get to be working with him again, and yeah, so that's gonna be, it's gonna be a good thing, being back with the police department. And then, so, on Wednesday, when I uh, first got to the newspaper, like, one of the first things I did was count up, fold, and bag all the newspapers for, I think, like, three of the routes. And I stuffed them in that big paper um, delivery bag. I was like, man, this is like I'm about to play a round of Paperboy. And the, um their driver who drives the delivery routes, he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, Paperboy, you know, the old Sega Genesis game? And he's like, what's a Sega Genesis? And I was like, what? Are, are, you, are you really asking me what a Sega Genesis is right now? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, man. I was like, it's only like one of the best video game consoles there ever was. I was like, it contains like all the classic video games on it. You know, you had Sonic the Hedgehog, Mortal Kombat, Primal Rage. Like, it's just so many great games were on the Genesis. 
Rune. I spent countless hours with Mortal Kombat and Primal Rage and Paperboy. Um, see, there is a, there's a Jungle Book game that I played a lot when I was a kid. That game was a lot of fun. I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog was so big on on the Sega. I mean, remember when Sega had the Dreamcast, which was another one of my favorite consoles. Um, had a really cool Sonic game. Um, that was basically it was like Mario Party, but it was Sonic the Hedgehog characters. And man, that game was a lot of fun. And man, speaking of the Dreamcast, Crazy Taxi was played a lot of Crazy Taxi on the Dreamcast, and which was cool when I was uh, interning uh, at Mercer down in. Georgia over the summer there was uh, one bar that I went to a lot called Reboot and it their their like theme was like they're an arcade and a bar and they had um, Crazy Taxi there it was I tell you the arcade version is so much harder than the Dreamcast version was oh man yeah but that was cool that's just so shocked that this dude didn't know what a what a Sega Genesis was. And I'm like, you're not that much younger than I am. I'm like, how do you not know what a Genesis is? So, that was kind of a shocker for me. And, uh, so, then, yet, uh, Saturday, um, out at the fairgrounds here, they uh, set up this big catapult, and you could go and donate like a can, like canned food, and you could launch your pumpkins from this catapult. So everyone's like bringing in all like their old jack o' lanterns and stuff, and so we took Allison out there to do that. We tried to get him to pull the string to launch the catapult but he wouldn't do it so I had to do uh my pumpkin and his which with his like so the pump the jack lanterns that him and Brandy did were both like all kind of like squishy so like they like squished Callison's inside of Brandy's to get it like enough consistency that it would sit in the sling and like when we launched that one like it went like straight up in the air and we all thought it was just going to come straight back down, but, like, it went just far enough forward that it went in front of the catapult. But the pumpkin that I had carved was still, like, really solid. So it actually flung out pretty pretty good. Uh, there was one that we watched while we were there, and when they pulled it, like, it came out early, and so it flew backwards. It was pretty crazy. And then they had other, like, little games set up out there, too, for the kids. Um, like, they had, like, pumpkin rolling races. And Calison wouldn't do that at first, so me and Brandy did the the pumpkin rolling races, and I won, and they gave me, like, this little candy bag. And then Calison's like, oh, Calison said he wanted to do it. And so I was racing Calison, of course, you know, I'm, like, going, like, super snail pace rolling this pumpkin so that Calison can win. And then, like, he just trips. And he was like, yep, 
I'm done with this. And so then, they also had potato sack races. And we're trying to get Kalsen doing, he would get in the potato sack, but he wouldn't jump. He would he'd just get in, he'd, he'd get out, and he's like, no, I want to get in the sack. So we'd put him back in there. Still, he wouldn't, he didn't want to jump in it. And so then there's um, some other person there, and she wanted to race somebody, and like we were trying to like leave, and like the people running was like, hey, one of y'all want to race? And Brandy was like, oh yeah, Jake will do it. And so I ended up in like a potato sack race against some random person, and like I'm like. I want to win because I'm competitive, but at the same time, like I can tell, like this person's not really um, athletically inclined as I am. So I'm like trying to just like say just enough at them that I'm not like completely obliterating them in this race. But at the same time, I'm like I want to win. <laughs> and so then they gave us another one of those little bags of candy for winning. And then Kalsen, they like, oh, you can just run it. So Kalsen, he like ran the course and just, you know, just running it rather than popping it. And they gave him a painted pumpkin that was painted up like a candy corn. And so we're like, we came to this thing to get rid of our pumpkins and we're leaving with a new pumpkin. But it's cool because it's, you know, it's more fall than Halloween kind of pumpkin, so we stuck it on the porch with our giant inflatable turkey, which Kalsen is obsessed with. Every morning, he's like, Dad, I want to blow up the turkey. And so he goes out there and plugs it in and watches it blow up. And then he tells me the turkey eats people, and I don't know where he gets that, because it doesn't, and I explained that to him. See, he's, he's telling me right now that the that the big turkey eats people. I don't get it. But, yeah. And that's kind of what's going on this week. I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it. If you did, please give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Check out my YouTube as well. And, you know, I'll catch you all next week.